it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of the Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, joined by our podcast producer, Brian Anthony Davis, and our other co-editor, Dave Schofield. A special Wednesday edition of the Steelers preview as the NFL released their 2021 regular season schedule, and we are almost halfway through. The Steelers have a bye week in week seven. Before we even talk about week eight, gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts. This is always the first thing I typically look for, except for this year. I'm looking at week by week. I normally, first thing I do, where's the buy? And that's something my dad used to always do. Where's the buy week? Where's the buy week? And I remember one year they had a buy in like week four, and you're just thinking, oh, this is, it's way too early. It's way too early. Guys, week seven. Brian, you okay with the buy week in week seven? Absolutely not. And this is where I, I'm going to go back to, to last year. And I'm going to say this week seven buy last year. And everybody knows that the Steelers, with the COVID situation, I know I mean, COVID was a pandemic, and I understand the whole situation. But with what happened in Tennessee, it was negligence. What happened with Baltimore for the Thanksgiving game, it was negligence on those other teams' part. And the Steelers really essentially did not have a bye week last year at all. Yeah. They they missed out on two situations where they did not get a chance to rest. And they didn't because those games leading up to those games, they were practicing. Even though they had that week off, they were still practicing. They did not get to enjoy any time off like every single other team got a chance to do. And they didn't punish those other teams except for a measly $250,000 here and there. So this is one of those things when you're looking at the schedule and you're in the room, it's like, hey, guys, ladies, when we're putting the schedule together, remember what we what happened to the Steelers last year. Let's uh, make sure you put them around week 11. 
or something or week 10. Do something like that. Just keep that in mind when you're doing the schedule. Now, nah, let's give them week seven. Boom. So there is no make back uh, makeup for last year at all. Not saying that that a team deserves it, but I think in this situation, yeah, you, you got to help a team out. Okay. All right. No, that's fine. Dave, what about you? Week seven, good? I, I didn't think – I didn't. I thought, well, it's not that terrible when I first looked at it. And then the more I thought about it, the worse it got. I mean, 11 straight games to finish the season. 11 straight games to finish the season. You know, I, I, I don't like it. I, I wanted – I said it before. I wanted to look at that bye week and see double digits. I wanted to see how that was going to work out, and it didn't. I thought maybe that the NFL would kind of take care of that because of the situation last year, but we should know better than that. So it's not the most – I haven't looked at other teams' schedules. Do we even know if other teams have earlier bye weeks? You know, I don't know, but I would assume they do. I, I would, I would, I was assuming they would start buys later than normal mm. because, like I said, in essence, every team is getting a week zero buy because you don't have that last preseason game. So there's no, so I mean, if you had a bye week in week four or five, that would be awful with as many weeks as you have left in the season. So week seven, not a big fan of it, but. Hopefully, you could at least plan on getting it this year. Well, let's ask Mike Tomlin what he thinks. We do not care, is what he's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's go to week eight. The Steelers travel, coming off their bye week. They have a division game, which this is going to be it's going to be a big one. This is going to have, have a lot of hype to it. That's their first game against the Cleveland Browns. One o'clock start. I'm surprised this is not a primetime game, but still, one o'clock, Sunday, October 31st. That's Halloween, for those that don't know. Gentlemen, what do you think about this? We'll start with you, Brian. Well, the Browns already have their uh, their Halloween costumes all made up, a bunch of jerks. So that's what they're going on collectively as. So remember, when it's brown, flush it down. Um, I absolutely hate this team now. I even hate them more than I hate the Ravens for many a reason because of uh, my disgust for uh, Baker Mayfield. I just don't like this. I just don't like the idea of this game being in Cleveland with all of those uh, complete maniacs. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pencil in the loss for them. I do want to go ahead and make a comment about something that we were talking about earlier, the Seattle game with uh, Kyle possibly going to this game. Instead of hashtag pay Kyle, it needs to be hashtag stay Kyle. So we need to think about that for that game. Uh, I just didn't get a chance to bring it up. Also, I want to bring up the Ravens week by week is week eight. So that will be this week when the Steelers are taking on the uh, Cleveland Browns. I just don't like anything about this game. It's the fact that they hate Pittsburgh more than Pittsburgh hates them. And they get all crazy for this game. And I just think they they have so mo- some momentum with this little bit of a win streak. And I think that streak is going to continue. I hate to say it. All right, this is a game that, you know, the Steelers, the last time in Cleveland was the season, regular season finale last year, where a lot of starters didn't even travel with the team. They stayed in Pittsburgh. And so I'm not going to reflect back on that too much, but trust me that the Steelers and Browns, there's not going to need be, this is one of those games where Mike Tom will say, if you need motivation for this game, you're in the wrong profession. And I agree with that hundred percent. There's not going to be any love loss between these two teams, but the Steelers are going to want to send a message. 
I think they go on the road and win this game. The next game is a different story, but still, I think they win this game. What about you, Dave? Yeah, it's interesting because I was like, the Steelers generally start slow offensively coming out of the bye, but I, like I said, I think it's the defense that's going to to kind of rule the day for them. And I'm like, oh, I like them coming out of the bye, going to Cleveland. But here's the other thing that, that stinks. The Browns, they're going to have 10 days off because they play on Thursday the week before. So that's not as much as an advantage. But you know what? I Before I found out that they had a Thursday game, I was going to give the Steelers the win. I'm going to. I, th- I think this team is going to just really have a grudge against this Browns team and that they're just going to want to go out and smack them down like they did the first time they played them last year. All right. So let's go to this would put the Steelers at the halfway point after week nine. That would be eight total games. Um, so let's go with the Chicago Bears coming to Pittsburgh. The Steelers head back to Heinz Field. And um, the Bears, you know, we figure Justin Fields will probably be the quarterback of that team. Rookie quarterback on the road. Monday night football, ESPN, 8.15 p.m. kickoff. Uh, Brian, what do you think about this at Heinz Field? Another primetime game. Well, the last time the Steelers played a primetime game against the Chicago Bears in Pittsburgh, the fan of the game was a man named Jeff Hartman. <laughs> I was there. That's right. I was in. I was on the Sunday night football bus and everything that weekend. And the Steelers went home with a horrendous loss. It was, it, Stayed it home with awful. a horrendous loss. It was awful. It, it was terrible. This time around, the powers that be figure, hey, let's put Pittsburgh and Chicago on Monday night football where you can't flex them out. <laughs> so you're stuck with this game. Actually, you're, you can. Monday night football, you can flex out? This year, yep. Really? Starting in week. I don't think it starts yet in week nine, though. I'd have to look at when they can start it. But they are actually flexing Monday night football games this year. Good. Wow. Yeah. Good. Okay. That's huge. There there goes my entire joke. But, <laughs> but I'm glad you told me that because I didn't, I didn't know. That's, that's amazing because the Monday night football – matchups have been horrendous lately and you can't touch them and i love the fact that you can flex a late game oh that's awesome but jeff's not going to be there jeff's not the fan of the game so maybe the steelers will get right in this game taking on mr fields of dream let's give them a win all right um i just looked it up it's week 12 they're allowed to start flexing them so this one will stay on monday night all right but uh, the ones later in the season not necessarily if Justin Fields is the quarterback, I feel like he's going to be running for his life in this game. Uh, I do like the Steelers on Monday night. They won. Uh, well, they split on Monday night last year. They won in week one, then lost to Cincinnati and Cincinnati later in the season. But still, I like the Steelers in week nine, beating the Bears. I feel like the Bears are getting better, but the most important position is quarterback, and that's where they have a rookie. What about you, Dave? Um, I'm going to go with the W as well, um, throwing, throwing that out there just because – if I had them lose their first primetime game at home, I'm not going to have them lose their second primetime game at home. So that's why I'm going with the W on this one. So, And I have to admit, I had another Seattle has two losses moment because I was looking up that that Monday Night Football thing for Brian. Brian, did you have a win or a loss? I had a win. Okay, yeah. I thought so. I just didn't want to get wrong. We all have different records for this quarter, for this okay. that. Um, so Jeff with his ever optimistic 4-0 in the second quarter of the season. I will have them at three and one and Brian has them two and two. So we'll total it up at the halfway point. I have them at eight and what seven is eight? and one, seven and one. 
I have them at six and two, and Brian has them at five and three. All right. I'd probably be happy with all three of those records anyways. All right, so let's go to week 10. We talked about this briefly at the beginning of the show when we talked about the preseason matchup. The Lions, a 1 o'clock kickoff on Fox. Remember, the visiting team typically carries the coverage, so the Lions are on the road. That's Fox. They go to Pittsburgh to play at Heinz Field, so the Steelers are at Heinz Field for back-to-back games here. What do you think about this one, Brian? Is Jared... Is Jared as goffle as everybody thinks he is? I, I don't know. Um, oh, geez, that's bad. <laughs> I, I know. I, I hate myself for saying it, but <laughs> you, you got to do it. Um, look, this this is a get-right game. Even though they, I have them winning the week before, this is you got to have some gimmies on the schedule. And I know in the National Football League, you really can't say that there's gimmies, but the Steelers are not a – two and 15 team as some people would think they are i you know i think this is you got a pencil a game in that there's no reason that they should lose this game they should actually be favored in this game so i'm gonna go ahead and say absolutely this is uh this is the one win if you're gonna circle if you're gonna have them going one and 16 you still circle this game yeah i think that uh this is a game again where it if you're looking down the list, like you said, Brian, and you're like, okay, I could probably say that there's probably a good chance they win this one. Then it's this game. Uh, however, those are the games that typically end up a little bit sideways. I think this is a close game. I think it's an ugly game, but I do think the Steelers win. Dave, you? Yeah, I have a win as well because the last time the Lions visited Heinz Field, that was the first time I took my father to a game at Heinz Field where we were there together. Saw Megatron like right in front of us. Um, and that was a crazy good game. It's just something about the Lions and the Steelers. I'm going to go with the win there. All right. So then the Steelers go on the road, and this is another primetime game. So we're seeing a lot of primetime games early on. I'm in the middle of the schedule, though, at this point. Sunday, November 21st, Sunday Night Football, NBC. The Steelers go out to L.A. They actually have a real football stadium this time to play the Chargers. So a little Matt Filer reunion. Brian, thoughts on this week 11 matchup in primetime? Well, is this game actually on the road? Because it is in Los Angeles, and you are going to have 75% Steeler fans there. I went to a game I, in San Diego in 2005, the uh, one when Ben Roethlisberger got hurt, and Debo uh, he, he jumped, over of, LT. jumped over yep. Yeah, and it was just absolutely fantastic. Uh I really love talking about that game. It was such a fun time. Jeff Reed finishes it at the end. But to start that game, it was the first Monday night football game for the uh, the Chargers in nine years. And they had they pulled out all the stops and all the Steeler fans really they were crazy there. And they were so loud. And they were loud the last time when Duck Hodges started that game two years ago that uh I believe they even played Renegade and, and the play the uh, Chargers players were really upset. But this woman comes out, she's a public anou- address announcer, and she says, all right, everybody, when, when your Chargers come out and it's on Monday Night Football, we're going to have this drill sergeant say, are you ready? And then you go, are you ready? And you grab your Chargers towel because they gave these 100% chance of lightning washcloths out to everybody in attendance and i got one too and it was this tiny washcloth so they would wave this white towel and as soon as she they said wave your white towel the steelers fans the towels came out 
and it was the whole, it was half the stadium, and it was so loud. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. This woman started stuttering and just left the field. It was a thing of beauty. And I see this happening again, this being a home field advantage. But the Chargers are a very tough team. They are a lot better than anybody thinks. They're getting this together. They're getting protection for uh, Herbert. I think they're going to be good. I still got to go with the Steelers in prime time over the Chargers. All right, so this was the game where I guess I learned what being Rickrolled was. Am I, am I correct, Dave? <laughs> yes. I, I learned what this what that, <laughs> that was. was the like, Rickroll I mean, game. Yeah, I didn't even know what that was. I still remember every time I think of the Chargers, I think of Arnold Schwarzenegger, the go Chargers, go. I didn't all that when he was the governor of California. That was the game. But is yeah. that the same game? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then it, the Chargers being in L.A. still is stupid. But anyways, uh, they're an up-and-coming team, and they're very tough. I think this is going to be a tough game for the Steelers. I actually am going to have the Steelers losing this one. Um, Herbert is a special talent. Uh, for some reason, people didn't see it when he was drafted, but the Chargers did. They took him, and he is – I, I feel like this could be a shootout, but I, I think they're going to lose one of these one of these type of games. It's just going to be kind of back and forth. I'll have it be this one. What about you, Dave? Yeah, I've, for some reason, after losing a primetime game early, I, I've started on a roll where they were going to win some of them. So because this is a primetime game, um, it just feels like the last time they were out there. Um, that's why I'm just going to mark it down as a, as a win, but it's not like I'm going to go out and bet the house on this one. All right. Week 12, the Pittsburgh Steelers travel to the worst state in the country. It's Ohio. Mm. And it's to the Cincinnati Bengals. This is a one o'clock kickoff Sunday, November 28th. Brian, thoughts on this rematch with the Bungles? I hate that cesspool known as the jungle. <laughs> I, I absolutely hate this that place. I was in a hotel room in Kentucky that looked... It, I mean, I would open my my uh window and i could look into the stadium and it was great because the last game in that stadium that was played at that point was a wild card game in 2005 or 2006 and i had visions of chemo von olafen rolling up one carson palmer and i that was good memories but just the fact that i looked into that crappy stadium just ticked me off um I hate the Bengals. I hate everything about this team too, just like I hate the Browns. So I'm starting to hate Ohio. Just yes, I, I, I hate I Drew do. Perry now. I I just don't like Ohio. You're you're putting chili on pasta. No, don't stop that. Um, only thing good that came out of Cincinnati was WKRP, and that was actually out of Hollywood. So it doesn't matter either. So what I'm saying is they've got to play there once a year. The last time they played there, it was just a debacle. It's not going to be a debacle again. The Steelers got to win this game. And I don't care whether it's Joe Burrow or Joe Montana, quarterback of this game, in Cincinnati, Steelers are winning. Cue up the Escalooser. They're going to be using it a lot in this game. I have the Steelers winning this one. Dave, what about you? Okay, so Brian had a win. Jeff had a win. Yeah. Brian brought up the WKRP in Cincinnati. This just so happens to be the game over Thanksgiving weekend, so I have to say it. As God is what witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> good one, good one. All right. Uh, now to finish out the third quarter, it's the big one. It's a back-to-back -back divisional game, but it's the Ravens 
and it's at Pittsburgh. It's a 425 PM kickoff. That means it's probably going to be a national game unless you have another game in your viewing area. Sunday, December 5th. Wow. They wait till week 13 to their first Ravens game. Brian, what are your thoughts on the first time the rat birds come to town? That's odd because they usually play each other around week four, week five, every single year. And now they're waiting. So man, they're, they definitely are uh, backloading the schedule with some really, really good matchups. I think TV wise, this is a fantastic game. I, I think it's going to be a good game regardless. I know it's at home. You know, you really look at the Steelers when they play the Ravens that you want to have home field advantage. That home field advantage doesn't always mean something in this series. So I'm actually going to say that the Baltimore Ravens go ahead and snap the Steelers four game winning streak and they make the rematch mean so much more. So Steelers loss, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, This is a game where I do see them splitting this year, but I don't think they lose at home. Um Mr. Villanueva, meet Mr. Watt, um, meet Mr. Hayward, whichever side of the line he's playing on. It could be Stefan to it. I think that that could be some issues for them if Big Al is called into duty. Um, and so I think the Steelers win this game, believe it or not. What about you, Dave? I just am looking at my picks and how they're going, and I just kind of see after the Steelers, I have them running off five straight wins. They have They, they come back home to play Baltimore. Um, if that's the case, then I just I, I see them just losing a nail biter on a, on a kick at the end. That's just, just going to be one of those games that they're they're just not going to be able um, to pull off. And for some reason, just based on how this, you would have told me any other time, you know, Ravens at home. Like I wanted this, I wanted the Christmas Day rematch is what I really wanted here. Uh, didn't get it. On that one, I would have taken a win, but for some reason, just where it's falling right here, I'm going to go loss. All right. Uh, so that's the end of the third quarter of the season. Dave, what do we have so far? Well, we were all three and one in that quarter. Again, okay. so ultimately, Jeff is 10 and two, yeah. and I am nine and three, and Brian is eight and four. Eight and four. All right, let's get to this super chat real quick before we go into the last quarter. Kyle Smith gives us five bucks because it's totally totally not relevant other than he talked to Mark Davison about it. Tebow, he said he's pumped with nostalgia and excitement. Here's five bucks. Thank you for the tip, <laughs> Kyle. Timmy Tebow might be back. I don't like to talk about that. Okay, but the Broncos. <laughs> so let's go to the last quarter. Thursday night football. The Steelers go from playing the Ravens at 425 at home to going on the road on a short week to play at Minnesota. Kirk Cousins and the boys, and this will be on Fox slash the NFL Network slash Amazon streaming, 820 start. I hate Thursday night football. Brian, what do you think? The last time they played the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota was 2005 when the Steelers won the Super Bowl. Wow. Why why is that? Because they played in London the last time. Okay, Thunder Steeler. Um, you asked the question, I answered it. Yes, but I was, <laughs> why is that? Oh, I, I didn't realize it was rhetorical. It was rhetorical. <laughs> bad, it was rhetorical. <laughs> uh, but no, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And yeah, that was that 0-4 start, the London game. So they actually haven't even played in the stadium yet. So this is the first time in that, uh, that newer stadium in Minnesota. Minnesota's a weird team. You know, Cousins could be good, and you got Dalvin Cook there. You have uh, 
You have that young receiver in Jefferson. You have Adam Thielen. I mean, they have a lot of firepower. They Do they have a defense? I know they're trying to build one. I just really think that this could be a game that uh, that the Steelers this – w- this will be close, and it could be a toss-up. It could go any way, but I'm going to say it goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nine and four, baby. Short week, coming off of a very physical game, and I have them winning – uh, against the Ravens. I think this is, they're going on the road. I think this is a recipe for disaster. I have them losing this game to the Vikings and that's going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, but they always have that stinker and we all know it. It comes every year. So Dave, what do you think? Dude, what is my problem? Why can I not, I, I listened to Jeff and then I forget what Brian had said. Brian has a W for the Brian Steelers. has a W. That's what I thought. This is the end of this schedule was brutal. Out of the last six games that the Steelers play, five of them were against teams that were in the playoffs last year. This is the only game of a team that's not, and it's on the road, on a short week, on a Thursday, after playing the Ravens. I think Jeff is right that this is a recipe for disaster. You might – I mean – not a lot of recovery time after what is normally a physical game against the Baltimore Ravens. And for that reason, I just think it's going to be really tough for them to pull this one off. So I'm going to put it as a loss. All right. Next week, week 15, the Steelers go back to Heinz field. They host the Tennessee Titans, Bud Dupree coming back to Pittsburgh. That'll be an interesting matchup. This is a tough game, physical game rematch of last season. What do you think, Brian? Man, I, you know, I love me some Bud. Um, love to see him there. This this defense in, in Tennessee is really getting tough. And as long as Ola Denny doesn't beat us, I'm fine. Um, but really, I, I think Tennessee, Pittsburgh ma- actually matches up fairly well against the Tennessee Titans, even though they have, have that really tough running game. But they were able to get to uh, – get to Tannehill early and often last year, even though uh, they surrendered a lot in the the second half. But you got to realize that they were up so much that that game was never really, never really felt in doubt. I know for some people it felt in doubt, but I I really think that the Steelers continue to have this team's number. They do rise up against good teams, especially at home. I'm going to go ahead and give them a win. But uh, once again, a really good matchup. Uh, this is a game where, for me, it's a mini buy. The, the mini buy from thir- after a Thursday night game. They're coming back home. They're going to be refocused. I think the Steelers win this one. What about you, Dave? Yeah, I like that it's the mini buy. I like that it's at home. I like that it's the Titans. The Steelers have not lost to the Titans since 2013. They've won mm. three straight against them. Um, for some reason, it just kind of feels like that's a good matchup for the Steelers. I'm going, they've got to find wins somewhere in these last six games. And I had them losing two in a row. So I haven't bounced back here. You're going to win. All right. Very good. Now it gets dicey. The last three games and it starts in week 16 where the Steelers go on the road to Arrowhead. This is a 425 kickoff, not a night game. Not it's probably national, but again, 425 CBS game. December if it doesn't end up on Monday night. <laughs> yeah, December 26th, the day after Christmas, the Steelers will be playing the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. Brian, what do you think? Well, that is a rabid place to play. I I know they were absolutely crazy there in Kansas City. The uh, the Steelers have had success in Kansas City over the years, and then sometimes not. So where where are they going to be in this 
this game. I'm actually thinking that Casey is still probably favorites to win the Super Bowl, to get back to the Super Bowl at least. Um, I think this is a tough matchup for the Steelers with all of the firepower. Pittsburgh's uh, secondary, they that's still not resolved against guys like uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say uh, say this is going to be a really tough one, and let's give Pittsburgh the loss in this game. This will be a really good measuring stick game for the Steelers, and if, if our predictions are correct, especially mine, they will be a playoff-bound team, and you're going up against arguably the best team in the AFC. I think this is going to be a tough game. I think the Steelers hang tough, but I don't see them winning this one. I have them losing on the road. What about you, Dave? Yeah, and what's interesting is even if we were having this discussion the night before week one, there's so much that can change by the time you get to week 16 that it might, I mean, you might look at this, you're like, oh man, this is the toughest game on the schedule. And it might not be by that time. Or it might be that this is the most completely out of reach game on the schedule based on injuries and whatnot for either team. This is a game that the Steelers do not have to win. They just need to play well and show that they can contend with Kansas City in Kansas City. Therefore, I'm... It's really tough to say that you think they're going to win win this game. I think they can. I'm just not going to pick them to. Okay. All right. Real quick, Mark Davison gives us five dingo dollars and says, Good day, fellas. The last four games are like my dog says, rough. Let's go. Baker sucks. Baker does suck. Baker Mayfield sucks. That's my favorite saying. All right. So let's talk about Baker Mayfield. Monday Night Football, ESPN, Week 17. The Stains come to Pittsburgh. And Browns, Steelers, again, Monday Night Football, 8-15 kickoff, Eastern time. Brian, you had them losing in Cleveland, I believe. What do you have about week 17? I have them losing again. I just I just getting, don't. Getting swept by the Browns? Are you serious? Yeah, I actually do. Um, I, I think that that last stretch of schedule is uh, is really rough. I, uh, I just don't think that uh, there's something about the Browns where – where I don't think they they feel that they have it, even though they they won a big game thirty eight to seven last year. I'm just not seeing this. I think the Browns are on, going to be on this amazing high, so I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say a loss again because I uh, I don't think I think this is going to be a closer to five hundred, even though they can't be five hundred schedule than uh, and I I feel that I went a little more optimistic in this this uh schedule release than i than i should have so i'm actually going to say they're going to lose to the browns i don't have them getting swept by the browns i actually have them sweeping the browns i think this is going to be personal for the steelers um they will not forget about the playoff loss all those things i'm sure the browns are going to be talking up jujus that the browns is the browns and all that stuff will still be being being discussed i have the steelers winning this game on monday night coming off of the loss to the Chiefs on the week before. What about you, Dave? Well, Brian had him going 0-2 against the Browns. You have them going 2-0, so I guess I should just have them with the split, but I'm not going to. I have them beating the Browns <laughs> because this is the game they need to win to lock up a playoff position, and they're not going to be in contention for the number one seed based on my predictions. So this is the game. Just like last year, you, get that, you need that win in week six. 16 is the last year. Obviously, it's the week 17 this year, and it's prime time. Therefore, I'm saying get the win uh, against the mistake by the lake and 
and, and get to 11 wins at that point. All right, so we finish up week 18. That's still weird to say. The Steelers will travel to M&T Bank. Uh, there's no more big trusts to meet me outside the bank or anything like that, but they'll be there at M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. One o'clock kick, but remember, all of them are one o'clock because they wait until they figure out which game is the most attractive to bump to Sunday night football. But, Brian, Sunday, January 9th, what are your thoughts on that matchup? All right, man. I tell you what, I let down a lot of people by having the Browns. They're not happy with you. They're yeah, not they're not. And, and uh, you know, I, I hate doing that, but how often am I right when it comes to this stuff? <laughs> so let's just say this. I actually, uh, I want to believe that I'm right in this one. It's at Baltimore. I feel like the Steelers actually do better in Baltimore sometimes. I think they're going to go ahead and win this game because it's going to be on the line. They're going to need this game to get into the playoffs as a wild card. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers over the Ravens. I just believe in that. And they're going to finish at 11 and six. All right. I said it earlier. I'm going to stick to it that um, I think the Steelers and the Ravens split. I had the Steelers winning at home. I think they lose on the road to finish out the regular season. My hope is that this game doesn't mean anything that they can rest some players that they don't need Ben Roethlisberger to play that they might have TJ Watt resting again. And that they, if they lose this game, it's not the end of the world. I have the Steelers losing in week 18. Dave, what about you? Yeah, this game might not matter either team. Right, you're right. Um, which would be kind of nice if that was the case. But uh, I'm going to do the unthinkable, and I'm going to pull a bad, and I'm going to have the Steelers getting swept by the Ravens um, only because they don't need to, to beat them there. But this is a really tough stretch at the end. And the Steelers, you know, we, we break it into quarters. We just kind of lump the last five games together. They need to find a way to win two of those five. And uh, if they drop another one in there, then I think this is one that they could pull off if they absolutely had to, like Bad was saying. But I, ha- I penciled it in as a loss because I have it that the Steelers are more concerned after having a week seven bye and after playing 10 straight games, this being the 11th one, that they would rather rest their guys. And doesn't as if they're not winning the North and they're not hosting a game that they don't really care about getting a better matchup and uh, 11 wins even with 17 games, gets them to the postseason, but they don't need to win the last one. All right. So what are what are the totals there, Dave? All right. So I think, hold on, let me double check. Brian and I both have the Steelers going 11 and 6, while Jeff has them going 12 and 5. Yay. Yay me. I so, win. Yeah, but um, Jeff and I both had them going two and three over those final five games. Um, I really think that Minnesota game, that's a big wild card there. That's just – it's not the team they're playing. It's the situation they're in, you know. But we we know that we do this now and it's all for fun, but it's going to be – I said it to Brian two years ago, or sorry, maybe two seasons ago. We had that game against Buffalo in December – um, in 2019, that when we were going over the schedule, that was one of the Steelers' easier games on paper before the season started. And then Buffalo had a big turnaround, and that became one of their toughest games down the stretch and one they did not win. So it's just one of those things that we never know how things we, – we could be looking at – wouldn't it be crazy if we're looking at the Browns and the Ravens 
um, in week 17 and 18 and saying about how they're so tough. And here one of them is like completely out of contention because things just totally fell apart. It, we want it to be one of them and not ourselves. So, because it could very well happen to one of those three teams. I'm going to put it this way. You know, a lot of people were saying, oh, you guys are using your black and gold glasses and you're too optimistic. How many people had 11 and 0 to start the season last year? Anyone? No, nobody. Anyone? <laughs> well, besides me, because I really struggle with picturing the Steelers ever losing a game. But that's just me. I've always been that way. My brother will still send me a text tomorrow and say, 16 and 0, right, Jeff? Okay. Or 17 and 0, sorry. <laughs> um, you never know what's going to happen. No one would have predicted 11 and 0 to start last season. And I understand, and, and you know, Joe Mannix in the live chat says there was a weak schedule. The schedule based on last season, meaning the winning percentage of last season, like Dave said, is irrelevant. Teams change so much with free agency, the draft, everything. Honestly, let's just see how it plays out. Let's just see how it plays out because no one saw 11-0, and that's exactly what happened. You can talk about how they finished poorly down the stretch. Okay, again, I, I just I don't understand, and I don't want to get into this. was probably over the time, but I don't understand – how people can say like last year the Super Bowl window is open and now it's closed. Just what? Because they finished poorly because it was such a weird year and they had to play how many games in a row? 13 straight games down the stretch because their bye week got all jacked up. I, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. I think this is a still good, a still a good football team. Yes, it hinges on Ben. It always hinges on Ben people. It, it's it's always going to be that way. So I'll get off of my horse now or my soapbox. Uh, and Brian, if you have any final thoughts, you can go ahead and go. Yeah, the, that's that's one of the tough things to look at here because that Minnesota game that that uh, Dave picked the Steelers to lose. Hey, they might be playing Kellen Mond that week. You know, somebody's going to get hurt, or quarterbacks are going down. <laughs> yeah. you, you know what you know what I mean. Um, we never, nobody ever expected the uh, Steelers season in 2019 to go the way it did because didn't expect to lose Ben for the entire season that year either. So it's crazy to look at here. Um, The Browns and the Ravens, like, like Dave said, one of them could not be who, who we think they are. That's the possibility. If you look at the Steelers every single year, they're consistently fighting for a fighting for a, uh, a playoff spot. They didn't always get in, but they're fighting for a spot. Eight and eight. There's not going to be an eight and eight this year, but eight and eight's the worst you've ever seen from Mike Tomlin in his history. And I kind of agree with with uh, Jeff. Do you really think that after last year and you know the changes that were made this year, I kind of think they're they've got a better roster heading into the season this year than they do last year. Everybody wants to hang hang the offensive line out to dry and say that. It is so bad, and uh, drafting Najee Harris is not going to fix the fact that you have a rough offensive line. But think about it. It's completely different, but the changes that have been made are changes that will make the running game better, even though the changes have been made. A lot of you wanted Alejandro Villanueva and Marquise Pouncey gone. Now you're lamenting the fact that they're not here. So with that being said, it's really it's really tough to not just pick the schedule like Dave and I did. I mean, that was almost impossible trying to figure out yeah. where they're going to put them. 
but it, it's kind of it's kind of really tough to pick the games right now, now too because a lot of these games could go in completely different ways but it's fun to do and that's why we do it all right dave final thoughts what do you have to say yeah, Brian said you never know in that Minnesota game you could be facing Kellen Mond. Or do you know what's crazy? I said about how the Steelers, five of their last six games were against teams that made the postseason last year. The only one that they play in there is Minnesota on the road on a short week being on Thursday night. For all we know, going into those last six games, that might be the toughest game they have. Minnesota might come out and be this great team. We don't know. Then you look at someone like Tennessee that's been solid for a couple years. Do you realize that in his five years in the NFL, Derrick Henry has only missed two games? He's only missed two regular season games. That does not happen. And that's actually, I'll tease my stat geek in, in the morning. It's about how running backs miss games. And if he's out for the Titans for a significant portion, he is due to miss some time with the number of carries and stuff that he's had. If he misses some time this year, maybe the Titans are a team that, that a game that you think might've been tough there um, is, isn't as much, which is ironic because we all penciled that in as a win, but it just goes to show you don't know how these things are going to shape up. Um, even two seasons ago, look at other teams looking at how they're playing. And next thing you know, they're not playing the Ben Roethlisberger Steelers. They were playing the Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges Steelers. You just never know. We're so optimistic about the things that the Steelers have added. I am for sure. And I'm just hoping it comes together. You just got to see if it's, if there's, if it's the right fit, there's a lot of pieces that are more pieces than I can remember for a while with the number of coaches, the number of free agents gone, everything that they've done. A lot of pieces still got to come and fit together for it to all work out very nice. Can I think it, can I think, or sorry, do I think it could happen that way? Yes, it very well could, but I don't know that it definitely will. And that's why they play the games and that's why we tune in and that's why it's so much fun. So I just can't wait to be waving my towel again, whether it's sitting in section 122, sitting on my couch or sitting next to one Jefferson Hartman. It doesn't really matter. I just can't wait to watch Steelers football game. Absolutely. And we'll be here every step of the way at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure that you subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do. You can search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain if you listen on iTunes, and I know a lot of you do. Please, or Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating if you like the content, as well as a good comment. We appreciate it. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, my gosh, I'm asking you to do a bunch of stuff. It's not that big, though. Like the videos, all that good stuff. All right, gentlemen, thank you very much. We appreciate all of your work, all the people that were here for the live chat. You all were great. Uh, we'll see how it pans out. We have a long off season now. Now we hit the dog days. Dave, why don't you finish it, finish it up for us? Hey. We'll see you next week on a Thursday for another Steelers preview. Take it easy. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.